0: I'm joined by Joe Dunn, SharePoint Analyst at Data Analytics Solutions, a Navy veteran, and a, co- and a co-host of the SharePoint User Group here in D.C. He's also involved in SharePoint Solutions within the government space, which is how I met Joe, and how we're getting to know each other. So thank you for joining me today, Joe. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. So for those who have not met you, tell them a bit about yourself, where you're from, who you are, and what you do. All
1: right. So uh, so I grew up in Boston, wore uh, away all traces of any accent I might have had. But I ended up, I joined the Navy, and I was actually a linguist in the Navy. So I spoke Russian, suburban, Croatian, and Indonesian, and ended up traveling the world, quite <laughs> all of it. Lived in Australia for three years. Isn't that tough? But, um, and after I got out of the Navy, I became a government contractor, and eventually now I'm working SharePoint solutions with data analytics solutions and the government. I kind of switched.
0: You said you were a linguist. Yes. How how did that happen then?
1: Well, um, so I was a linguist, but I was also, I was an instructor for being a linguist. And I, when I got out of the Navy, I got to pick what I wanted to do when I grew up. (laughs) And so I decided I wanted to become a training specialist. So I worked that for a little while and picked up some SharePoint skills and picked up to Microsoft 365 skills and then eventually switched my career
0: to do this full time. Wow. And so you just picked them up as part of uh, part of your job and helping train others in certain things.
1: Yeah, I've always been the the Microsoft Office guy, I mean, you know, there's always that guy who's like, "Hey, how does Word do this?" or "How does PowerPoint do that?" or "How does Excel do this?" And I kind of grew out of that into SharePoint and Fell in love with it and through a series of misadventures, <laughs> sort of just turned that into my job, um, quite literally, and uh, switched directly from being a training specialist on one contract to being the SharePoint guy on the same contract. Oh, wow. Backup training guy. So um, it was a smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> As so all of are. But it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of evolved over all the things that I've been doing for even
0: 20 years in the Navy, so. Wow, that's interesting. That, that is a pretty drastic uh, transition, Which, but that's interesting, both from the Navy, of course, which is, you know, thank you for your service and for, uh, for moving into, well, you know, SharePoint, SharePoint of all things, right? But I guess with SharePoint in office, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, since 2007, <laughs> as I found out in 2014... Uh, like, I didn't even find out about SharePoint until 2014. And so that was, um, hey, all of this office stuff works great inside SharePoint. <laughs> and then later finding out that that's, yes, that's by design. Right. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was sort of an eye-opener to the, the broad, huge community has grown up around SharePoint and now Microsoft 365, and I jumped in with both feet, attended every SharePoint Saturday, every conference, every user group meeting I could possibly get to, and uh, eventually learned enough to, to start speaking at them. So I've spoken at a few SharePoint Saturdays myself, and and just to try to get this Digital transformation to the customers that I think really need it, right? Like the the Department of the Defense. Department of Defense is one of the most important in the government, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: as you know, you know, being a veteran, coming out of the military, you raised your right hand, you swore an oath that did not come with an expiration date, and it's right. easy. But I will work for the Department of Defense until they tell me that I'm done because I said so, (laughs) right, but it's, yeah. No, it's just, it's, it's a worthwhile career. Um, It's worthwhile effort to make anything I could do to make the digital transformation happen uh, for that, the military and that whole arena is, is worthwhile. So it's a a worthwhile endeavor.
0: So along the way, You attended a lot of the, the user groups. Is that how you got involved in helping to to, manage, to host the user group?
1: Uh, yeah. So a um, good friend of mine, Scott Brewster, who runs the SharePoint user group now in D.C., he was one of my first mentors in SharePoint and got me involved in the community that he created in the classified environment where we work. And uh, eventually I took that over from him when he moved to a different agency and then attending the user group there, grew up into the host, you know, co-host. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got volunteered told into the co-host or. <laughs> well, it's, I am, one of the other things that's odd about me as an IT guy is I'm an extrovert, which doesn't usually happen in the IT field. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, who wants to get up and talk in front of the, you know, 20 people, 30 people. Okay, I will like good you know going all the way back to high school I was in the drama club and why not why not so I have worn away any residual fear of public speaking (laughs) that I might have once had in long ago times so it's um so moving from that to to co-host and then presenting and all that was just a natural evolution
0: fantastic so so, so you've been in you've been around the block. Um, what's something about the way we do work in, in the IT arena today that you would change if somebody came to you and said, Joe, Joe, today we're going to give you the authority to make a decision on change something. What, what's something you would consider changing or or, or, or reconfiguring or whatnot?
1: Yeah. Um, so a lot of it's it's still an IT field dominated by people who were watching the server in the basement, you know, um, where IT was treated as a provisioning department, you know, make me a server that spits out Office 2007. Okay, done. And just keep an eye on it and make sure it keeps working and put in a ticket and all this. And the help desk was kept at a far removed, from the guys, guys usually, sitting in the basement with the server. And the world moved on um, between smartphones and just all of this information, age technology that dropped on us, and and web 2.0 and social media, all of these tools that just sort of grew up out of everywhere. It's a very user focused world now and a lot of IT departments are not user-focused. They try to keep the user at, at arm's reach. And you can't make good applications. You can't make good processes. You can't automate a business process if you don't talk to the people involved in the business process. And that is a lot of, I see a lot of issues in that in with IT. Uh, one of the, the topic I present on it's SharePoint Saturdays is just sort of, here's how to interact with your customers directly, users, and pull out that business process. Like, what are you going to automate? Because if you just depend on somebody telling you what they think they want, or somebody telling somebody else what they think they want, and then that's somebody else telling somebody else, and then somebody else telling you, and then you deliver what that is you're never, it's never going to work, takes too long, and then it isn't actually what they need. And so, gotta get out and interacting with users, gotta get those different perspectives, not only just, you know, not just uh, with the customer and, and what they wanna do with your stuff, but, you know, diversity and inclusion and all of the rest, you've, you know, I've, I'm a white guy, and my perspective on the world and my perspective on how I deal with IT is it's basically been made for me. But I've I've worked with you know people of color, women of color, and everything like that, and that is such a rewarding experience because they bring a different perspective to what you build and what you make, um, accessibility and inclusivity working a lot of the DOD and in the military, you know, you couldn't even join my rate if you were, because I was uh, flying. You couldn't even be there if you had, if you were any type of colorblind.
0: So
1: able-bodied, not colorblind, straight up there. But now you have to design computer systems that blind you know someone who's blind someone who's just visually impaired someone who's colorblind you know the stop like oh just put red yellow and green on there no it doesn't work that way anymore um it's interesting because one of the perspectives that i came to it with from the training was the concept of universal design which actually started off in architecture which is let's put up ramps, let's put in uh, you know wheel signs that are clear even to visually impaired people or to people who don't speak English. That idea of universal design and that filtered into training because um, it made things more accessible. And the wonderful thing that they discovered when they did that for architecture is it made it better for everybody, right? When you, when you, when you hit a staircase, you hit a staircase or you hit the ramp next to it. You hit the ramp next to it because it's easier, you know? Signs are more clear. Training went that way in the, so that was 60s and 70s in architecture, 80s and 90s in training, 90s and 2000s, 2000s now in IT with that whole accessibility thing. And it's made it leaps and bounds better for every user by designing to a 100% accessible IT world. Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no
1: that's good. You're I like people that. People and everybody. That's let's right. do this. This is 21st century is a wonderful place to live and work. It definitely is. It definitely is. Let's,
0: let's all go there. <laughs> So, so Joe, what's what's next for you? What, what's coming up in the near future for you or in the, in the midterm future in terms of your career or, or what you're trying to accomplish?
1: Um, so as far as uh, what we're trying to accomplish, so right now the, the, the government's going through a lot of transformation after the COVID-19 and everybody gets sent home and telework and what do we do here? Um, let's move forward with Microsoft 365 and cloud applications and So that's sort of driving a lot of transformation right now. And and that's kind of riding that wave. (laughs) Because of all the community involvement, I've been learning Microsoft 365 long before this. So that's great. Um, But once that finishes, um, you know, I I wanna run the app store. I wanna make things. Uh, We, this is, I like to make the, little clockwork toys or the little business process automation widgets and the power apps and the things that move right I'm Geppetto in the toy store <laughs> right but with digital and and I that's kind of where I see myself going is is guild master of <laughs> all of these little clockwork automation processes and 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 helping others make them more. And that's kind of where I've ended up community leads on both sides, and you know, both the work side and also the SharePoint user group DC. And, um, I really enjoy that. And so if I could get, I've, I've already turned my hobby into my job.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd be in the office slash SharePoint guy. And now, what do I like best about my hobby? Making things.
0: Okay, if I could make that my 24-7 job. <laughs> oh, and once you start showing it off, I think you will be able to make it your 24-7 job. And that's, yeah.
1: Um, the technical term for this is evangelist. Right. And you, you it, it fits. <laughs> it fits. Um, you know, you have to have that sort of passion for For lack of a better word, and and just truly believe in helping people and discovering these things. I mean, you know, anybody that's done anything in this job that makes an application that makes someone's job, life, everything better. um, Yeah, that's great. Um, Just a quick story. They, I mean, I first got my. I mean, I started a little bit, I was dabbling in IT all through the name. Mm-hmm. So Webmaster in, I was writing HTML in text files back in the 90s. But in 2008, I was stationed in Australia and um, used an application that was like one tenth the power of SharePoint just to sort of automate some of the reporting about the reports that we were making. We would make about 10 reports. My team was put out about 10 uh, reports a day. And at the end of the day, we would email everybody. At the end of the day, we would collect all the stats. And at the end of the day, we would do all this other stuff. And I worked out a way to automate some of that and taught everybody else around me who then taught me more about how to use this. It truly became a community effort. And six months later, six months uh, was all it took. Was I was called up to the I was one of the peop- I was one of a team of like about three or four people who was called up to the director's office of the agency I was working at, and he said, "Apparently, you guys can explain to me how you guys went on a fifty percent productivity jump in six months." And I was like, that's we didn't touch the reporting side, we only touched the admin side. And he goes, No, no, look at the stats. And I went, Well, wait, we used to put out 10 a day and it's three o'clock. And I just published the 15th one today, five, 10th. Oh my, <laughs> when did this happen? Right. And he's like, Well, now you need to tell me how to get that. Was just your watchful. How do I get my agency to do it? Ah, nice. You want to talk to the training guy? Excellent. <laughs> right. But and and through another series of misadventures, I actually ended up there 10 years later. And they were still doing it that way. And mm-hmm. still improving upon. And I, I asked somebody at the agency I used to work at. I was like, have you ever heard my name? And he was like, who are you? And what did you do? I was like, good perfect, absolutely wonderful. It was the best news I'd ever heard yeah. because I, what we had come up with had become the norm. Yeah. And that just meant more and more improvement had had been happening and that was great. And once, once you have digitally transformed something like that, that is, <laughs> you <laughs> will, you will chase that yeah. until they put you out to pass. And that's, yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I love that example. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you can do in the power platform now that it's becoming available for you. Yes. And, uh, and I look forward to talking to you again here shortly in the future.
1: Absolutely. And uh, thanks. by, By the way, you know, just thanks for all the stuff that you're doing on the community, especially for the GCC side. I mean, a lot of the stuff that's out there in the community for the commercial side, that's great. But government we need to kind of band together and say okay well in our reduced <laughs> world but yeah
0: so that's great that's right brothers bending together okay we'll that's it going. that's it all right well thank you for joining me today joe i'll talk to you again soon all right thanks a lot.